of Rick Grimes. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. That's the, uh, with the... Hey, the... Pafish, they, they're dead people walk around. They're dead people. The whole podcast. He like this. just lost all of Portugal. Yeah. Everyone in Portugal who watched the show is <laughs> like... My people. This guy. Look at that terrible... Rick Grimes. You should have been the cabeza. Anyway, we would like <laughs> to thank... Like we said earlier, Oblivion Comics and Coffee, Laura and Neil, for having us out here tonight. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Neil. Thanks, guys. Tonight's episode, we've got a couple <gasps> things we're going to be talking about. We are going to be going around the horn. It's real. Choo-choo. It's real brick. Yeah. We are going to be going around the horn. We are going to be talking a little bit about New York City Comic Con. Uh, we're also going to talk about some scary slash creepy slash... Slash doesn't do creepy. Slash books that are good for October. As always, you can find anything related to the Capeless Crusaders at thecapelesscrusaders.com. You can find our YouTube, our Twitch, our social media. I don't know if we actually have the graphic up there on the video. We're just if doing this. It's fun. to audio, you have no idea what I'm actually referring to. <laughs> so when we are in a comic Logo's book store, when we are on an episode of the Capeless Crusaders, There's a we lot like to go round the horn. <laughs> <laughs> We go around the horn, we go around the table in a circular fashion, except ah, for the fact that we no longer have a circular table. No. That's not a thing. We don't even have a table today. This, <laughs> we have this, this guy. I understand. We keep getting downgraded. Budget cuts. Losing furniture. Budget cuts. Right. When we go around the horn, like I said, we talk about what comics we've been reading this Ooh. week. I am going to start us off. Selfish. <gasps> yes, because I'm a very selfish person. But are you ready for this? Yeah. I have two books. I have two books. Are you ready? Go. Go guess who they're from. Bill Paxton. They're from DC Comics. <gasps> you know who you know who is involved? It's not a mask. In it's DC him. Comics, friend of the show follows us on Twitter, Scott Snyder. <gasps> Boom. Wait. Hi Scott. I feel like I... <laughs> he, he might be I don't there do the pointing, but I'll point it right the Got you. So it was two DC Comics. Two? Two Batman comics. <gasps> What? Who am I? What have I done with David Barry? I'm and con- I was not a fan of one of them. Oh. You know, so. it, depends, it depends what I might consider was. marrying you right now. Wait, I love you too. My wife and the mother of my child is right over there. Fine. So you have to move books, to Utah first. Two books that I checked out. One, I will talk about the one that I liked, and then I will talk about the one that I didn't care too much about. Okay. Um, I don't want to down it too much because I'm in a comic book store where people might buy it, so I'm not going to talk too much. Anyway, uh, I read uh, Batman v White Knight. <gasps> Ooh, that was one. It was great. Ooh. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, it is by uh, none other than I always get him mixed up with with because we have a local creator who also has three names that are SGM, but it's um. <laughs> Gordon. Gordon Miller? Sean Gordon Miller? Gordon Scott yeah, yeah. Levitt. Or Jordan Gordon Murphy. No, no, not, not Jordan Gordon. That's yeah. the one. Murphy. We Murphy. Know Sean, Murphy. Not Levitt. Not JGL. Is Sean Miller is the local one yeah. here. Yeah. Murphy is the one who's world-renowned. JGL and Dark Knight not Rises. Miller is not. He, he's great. I love him. Uh, so he is he is running it. It is a uh, new Batman story he that basically revolves around the Joker being the good guy this time. Batman what? is now the bad guy. What? Yeah, maybe that's why I like it. That could be it. It's so really interesting. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it just started. I Here think you should definitely check it out. Um, I'm not going to give away too much, but basically, I mean, that's kind of, that's the gist of it. That's the, we, we find out why the Joker is no longer the Joker. Here to save Gotham. <laughs> yeah, basically. There's, there's litigation involved. There's litigation. There's... It's more exciting than it sounds. <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, to kill my story. It's like, yeah, there's lawyers. Uh, it's not. He reads books. Yeah. It's uh, not it who was... I am underneath, uh, but what I do, that defines me. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Is that, that? that was great, man. It was like that? That, like was that? Just like, that was right out of the books. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the other one that I read was uh, fitting in with the uh, Dark Knight's metal mythos. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I read Batman uh, the Dawnbreaker. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. So, for those of you who are unaware, uh, the Dark Knight's metal series is basically following this idea that there is a dark multiverse under our multiverse. So the multiverse, all the planets, blah, blah, blah. Dark multiverse is where all the bad decisions went to die. Yeah. Um, so, it's where all the live. bad things happened to all the heroes, including Batman, multiple times. Um, he would make these terrible decisions, and usually his world would end up being destroyed, but he uh, gets gathered up by a uh, shadowy figure who is gathering a, basically a Justice League of evil Batman. Bingo. Yeah. That, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Right. But the Dawnbreaker specifically follows the Green Lantern uh, Batman. Oh, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, <sighs> I like... I, you also not need to starting well this is for a liking it. I like, I like, it's just a one shot. I like the character. I like the, the idea title. that he is, that he has the Green Lantern's ring and that he's evil. Okay. The way they went about it, I'm, are his constructs not constructing? His enough? constructions are fantastic. Uh, it's not his power. His power is totally cool. What it is is spoiler alert because oh. whatever. Wait three seconds. Earmuffs. Earmuffs. 
Okay. Okay. We're good. Um, so the the idea is that when his parents were killed, um, Bruce Wayne basically showed no fear and wanted to chase down the guy that killed them. Yeah. So he showed great strength of will, which is what the Green Lanterns are all about. Mm-hmm. So the Green Lantern ring, for some reason, is there early. Um, Abon Sur is dead. Um, wait, is that apocalypse? Anyway. Um, and so the Green Lantern ring has now found Bruce Wayne because he has shows this great will. Which I'm already like, uh, he should have been red, should have been, he's angry. Like, he's, yeah. he doesn't, he's not showing will. His parents were just murdered. Yeah. He doesn't have any of his skills. He's not a ninja. He's not, you know, versed in everything ever. So he gets the ring, and then he basically tracks the guy down and kills him with the ring. Oh, good. And yeah. the whole idea is that the Green Lantern ring can't be used to kill someone unless lethal force has been authorized by the Guardians. Which they hadn't, but he used his force of will to break the ring because his will was so strong that he could use the ring to kill, which makes no sense what? whatsoever. It looks like the limit on the ring was like 181%. Yeah, then we know. Then we know. <laughs> you have 181% willpower. But the issue I have with that is he's not Batman. He's yeah. not he's not trained in all this. He doesn't have all the skills that he has to break the ring. He's rich guy Bruce Wayne. He's literally he a he, at this point he's a 12-year-old. He's angry. Oh. He's a Bruce kid. This Wayne. is yeah, just after his Bruce. parents are killed. So he's a kid and he's so angry which is its own lantern core, that he just breaks the ring and is able to use it to murder and then goes on this really dark path. Sure. So it, it's, it's, it's a plot hole that you can drive a bus through. Uh, I, but I, the, the end product, I enjoyed. I enjoyed the character that he became and that he goes on to, they, they've brought him onto Earth and he's this evil green lantern. It's totally cool. But getting there was <clears> just, the other two have been a lot. They were, they were great. You should still read them all, obviously, because they all tie together and it all adds to this big story and the other ones kind of bump it up. Could it be that in the dark, this dark multiverse, that it, that's what breaks the rules of the ring and not so much him? Children? No, no, no. no. Oh, like, like like the dark multiverse. Yeah, like like they're the ones who can break the ring's power. Maybe, Maybe that's I mean, what it is. And the other problem is it then takes the rest of the Green Lantern Corps three years to come and find him and confront him. And by then, he knows how to use the ring to kill large groups of people. Oh. So I'm like, what what were you doing for three years? That's a slow As Lantern soon as your court. ring is like, bing, you murdered someone, everyone would be like... Man, we took a wrong turn somewhere. Yeah, Hold on, where is Gotham? So it... It, it's still, really far away, man. I still enjoyed it's it. It's next door to Bloodhaven. I still enjoyed it. It just was the weakest that. of the three one-shots so far. I'm hoping the rest of them kind of go over there. So, <clears throat> I've talked way too much. Steve. Yes, sir. What did you read? What? Well, if you go to the capelesscrusaders.com to our blog site, you'll know, and if you read that, you'll know that I reviewed, from 2009, Max Brooks's Zombie Survival Guide Recorded Attacks. And since you've all done that, we can move on. Yep, that's it. <laughs> That works really well. That's what we have the blog for, so we can skip this segment. In the early 2000s, I think it was 2003, Max Brooks wrote... going too long already. Max Brooks wrote the Zombie Survival Guide. He went on to write World War Z. He's the son of Mel Brooks and Anne Bancroft. So he's funny and a genius. Um, Basically, it takes that survival guide, turns it into a graphic novel with the help of illustrator Ibram Roberson. I'm hoping I'm saying it right. That's the way it's spelled. Ibram Roberson. But basically, it takes the certain events... It starts off with, like, those of you who are listening, <laughs> I'm flipping through pages, and you can't see anything. But it shows, like, a, a map of a, there you go, you got 60,000 B.C., Katanda, Central Africa, right there. And it gives you an event that occurred at that time while it explains what's happening. Shows all these different events happening uh, of when the undead came to life. And how it goes back that far to 60,000 B.C. all the way up to present day. Interesting. But it's really interesting. Zombie cavemen. Um, I, I find... Listening to Max on the two episodes he is on our friend show, Chris Hardwick's the nerdist. Friend of the show, Chris Hardwick. Someday. Went to his ID10T festival. Someday. We were there. We were at his festival, he, yeah. yeah. We talked to Dragona. Yeah. There's a lot of things um, going on right now. We made right a now. lot of friends that day. <laughs> he's, he's funny, like his dad. He's a genius. The guy teaches counterinsurgency to military cadets. Chris Hardwick? No, not Chris Hardwick. Max Brooks. <laughs> Max Brooks. Right. Not Chris Hardwick. No. All the, there for a but so I, I've gotten on the Max Brooks bandwagon, yeah. so big time, and so I enjoyed reading that. I go into more depth on our website, so if you can, go to the capelesscrusaders.com blog page. I think it's about two or three down. There it is. Recorded Attacks by Max Brooks and Ibram Oberson. Cool. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. No problem. That, was, that fits perfectly into it's, the episode. That's why I read it. It's October. <laughs> what have you read? So I... Um, I read those as well, the Batmans, nice. because I'm, I'm up on them. But the I Batmans. took an opportunity to catch up on a lot of my old books, and what I was most excited to read, and what I caught all the way back up on. 
Seven to Eternity. Oh. Pretty good. So good. <laughs> I like it a lot. So good. It's pretty good. Yeah. All the Mud King stuff, and now yeah. they're like, in this last episode, like before he, they try to get you a little bit of sympathy for the guy, and then in this last issue, I think it's eight, it was the most recent out. Yes. They do this like full turn thing where you're just like, crap. You almost care about now, that guy. Now you I almost care. Like, I have to like you, or do I? I don't know. Is the, the good guy might be the bad guy, but not the... Mm. I don't know. Can you explain also, what Seven to Eternity is for people that have do not know? Yeah, like, do you want me to? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I just told I'm, you about the I'm issue sorry. I read. I have I, no frame of reference. trust me or read it? There's the um, title. If you don't trust him, he's mad. <laughs> yes. So. Well, yeah. But like a hatter, though, not like an, uh, uh, an abusive person. Mad it's like all in fun. <laughs> so anyway, Seven to Eternity uh, explores this family who's been, I guess, uh, everybody's kind of been screwed over by the Mud King. But this dude is in a kingdom thing, and he kind of offers people, uh, I'm going to try to do this so quick and dirty so you don't yell at me for taking five minutes. Hey, there's um, easy. It's because I'm already he, ready to like give like a, a, yes. a quick and dirty one that you're taking too long to give. Go. Seven to Eternity follows a family that basically have wizards that use magic, and there's a mud king who he uses his magic to make deals with people. That deal is that you will, uh, anything you see or hear, he can use. Thus, he uses a uh, campaign of espionage to take over the entire kingdom and forms all these fiefdoms. Follows the family who's basically kind of ranchers, kind of cowboys, uh, and they use magic, um, blood magic, in order to fight back against the mud king. And the whole thing is, if you hear his deal, you are already screwed. That was quick and dirty. That is terrible. Not at all like I would have said it. Oh, but. It does give me time to say that also, in addition, it's not something I read, but playing Destiny, Mad Piper, because it's the Festival of the Lost. It's Halloween. And Overwatch. That's not I a think book. Tomorrow. So wait, so no, but it's my segment. It's all I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's what I did this it's week. Segment. It's segment. You're round the horn as you played video you're games right, and right. read an old comic that I just brought up. Yep. I take it back. It's not even old. It's just it's, you yeah. read the first trade. Yes. Second. And well, now no, it's in, just in singles. It's but in yeah, sing- I guess oh, the yeah. first trade. Cool, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what you read to me? Hey. Or play. How's things? Um, so I was sick. Anyway, so uh, today I started on New 52, or not, no, good Lord, not New 52. That's a while ago. No, be, retract, retract, retract. retract. Uh, I do. Um, I did uh, Hellblazer, Rebirth, Volume nice. 1. Nice. Constantine. And so Constantine, uh, it reads really well, and I got through the first issue, and uh, your boy showed up more than once. My boy? Your boy. Your boy. Your My boy. Thing. I'm constant. Your swamp Your boy. Thing. I, I'm, no, I'm constant swamp and Swamp Thing. His You're boy. both? Yeah. His boy. Why could you I'm, go? I'm, how are you I'm, both? I'm, I just, shut up. I like that I make them fight now. This is great. So, anyway. I like so, about who his boy is. I have a trench coat. Nah, if you don't know who his boy is, you, you got to go back a couple of you know episodes. Anywho, <laughs> Just find it. Just find it. Anyway, uh, it read really well, especially for me not being into Constantine for a while. And so um, it starts out really fresh. Even if you don't know who John Constantine is, you can totally get on board this you book. Should. The volume one is out. It's a current ongoing. I totally recommend it coming out of DC. And then my next one, um, my brain totally just turned off, but I remember what I watched, which technically is a comic book, and they carry it here at Oblivion. Nice. Hey, Penny Dreadful. Ah. Hey. Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett. Yes. So it's a um, supernatural. The lady supernatural. with the big eyes. Eva, Eva Green. Eva Green, yes. Eva Green. Eva, Eva. Anyway, uh, it's She's a lovely. collection. It's like a supernatural Victorian thriller. Um <laughs> Slightly Sherlocky, they're vampires. There's a whole bunch of murders. Um, it's taking the concept that there's a little bit of truth in the old uh, myths. So like the Jack the Ripper, Dorian Gray, um, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. I almost said Frankenstein. 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 It's, it's a much. It's a much better done League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Bingo. Yes, it is yeah. actually. Bingo. And it's it, not going to kill Sean Connery's career. Oh, sadly. Oh. Mm. No. You're right. It did. Yeah, I know. I know. No, it, it won't. Um, so I've been really enjoying that. And then actually I'm really excited yes. to read because I totally Ruined forgot. Uh, Moonstruck, well. number three. So out. You have not read it yet? No. Okay, I'm then really you can't excited. talk about it. Moving on. Shut, uh, your so also <laughs> shut your face. Also. Shut your face. Hey, wait, uh, two things, two things, two things that took care under hers. One, Josh Hartnett's first movie, Halloween H2O. Oh, yeah, the hey, anniversary. Look, I, yeah, his back first film. Secondly, you and I, on Halloween night, we go trick-or-treating, Swamp Thing and Constantine. Yay! Come on. I'm for it. Yes. I'm still 15 here. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, do, we, we're well it. aware wait, of how wait, Swamp have, Thing and Constantine. Wait, have right. you gotten the approval from his wife? What? Either of you, have you gotten approval from your wives? For our marriage. Oh, for her marriage? Yeah. No, I meant the Swamp Thing. No, oh, for Swamp right. Thing and, oh, and, and both. Both. Yeah. Anyway. 
Any the other whiskey. thing we Sorry. want to talk about because we don't have any news this week mm. because the there was all kinds of news this weekend. There is no news monkey. The no. news monkey is not in attendance. No. He's uh, he having an issue. He's got nowhere to he's, go. Uh, he's attending a meeting tonight. Uh, he's, actually, he's actually at the at the at the Hyatt. He's uh, on probation. He's holding up a sign right <laughs> now. President Pence. Well, he uh, is right now. When we don't have a table, I have news because right. of you. So this weekend was New York Comic Con. And uh, there were a lot of points that came out of it. There's a ton of information to feed to you right now. So, first off, Justice League trailer. Yes! Did we watch it? Yes! No! Okay. Yes! No! Marv Albert, <laughs> yes! I did. Still kind of don't care even about that dream sequence. Y'all I mean, spoil I'm, it for I'm me biased, but I loved the new scenes they showed. I liked the opening to it. I liked the version of heroes they used through it. Now, why can't Cyborg say booyah? Why does, why does Aquaman Copyright. say, yeah, my man, but he can't say booyah? Does he say booyah? He doesn't say booyah? He doesn't say booyah. He grabs Aquaman midair, and, and Aquaman says, my man. Oh, I, don't, I thought I, my I, man I, was I, Denzel's thing, not Aquaman. My man. Yeah, exactly. It's Denzel's thing. Yeah, it's Denzel's thing. So that's why Cyborg can't say it. It's Denzel's thing. If Denzel, Denzel were Cyborg, booyah. <laughs> if Denzel were Cyborg, then he'd say it, my man, and booyah. Why does... <laughs> Ooh, and man. they go, yeah, that's my Sean, my Sean Wayans as Denzel. Yeah, that's no. all that is right there. Okay, Sean so, Wayans, Wayans so brothers. Piper and I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, so we didn't. Your opinion doesn't matter. Yes. So, nope. Uh, I was Justice excited. League trailer did this come out. It, 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 to me, it wasn't really anything new. Uh, it was a lot of the same footage. Uh, a couple new lines here and there. Yeah, it, it didn't do anything new for me story wise. No, I just really enjoyed it. I think, in my, in my opinion, the Thor trailers have done a better job of hyping up Ragnarok than the Justice League trailers have done for Justice League. Uh, but I'm also biased, so I, I did like the addition at the end of Flash uh, seeing the bat signal and saying, "Oh, bat signal! Oh, that's yours!" And then, and then he's all, "Shh, shh, shh." What? It's not spoilers if it's a friggin' preview. Yeah, That's you know, what they said about Last Jedi. We're missing that. To. We we're not. It, it didn't give away Jedi. too much. It didn't give away plot points. Somebody in the audience is watching Last Jedi while we're doing this. You guys are the worst. <laughs> the other thing we did see, which interesting, uh, interesting fact. So Netflix, um, when Stranger Things come out, Netflix, <gasps> Netflix prices are going up. Aww. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because they know they can get you. But time to find another friend. <laughs> are you ready for this? When the Runaways. Marvel's new uh, oh, show comes out on going Hulu. Back down. Hulu's prices are going down for Runaways. So, which I think is a much better marketing strategy than hey, you know, you really like the show? Pay us an extra two bucks. I love Stranger Things. Though. I mean, it's not gonna. I mean, I it's a blip on my radar. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna. It. I'm but it. Runaways had a ton of. It's a dollar, not two dollars. I've been told. No, I can do that. my insider. So Runaways had a ton of uh, <laughs> coverage at New York City Comic Con, which who on this panel besides me knows who the Runaways are? I know Amy. I know does. of it. Don't know m about it, but I know of it. I like that you said Tom Petty who, song, who right? Yeah. Not, you, no, and that then you threw wasn't me that. In that button. Oh. Oh, misplaced joke, Piper. Oh, it's too Timely. soon, Piper. No, isn't, it, it, isn't it Joan Jett in the Runaways? Oh, good songs. I didn't no? say it's That's a piece of crap song that Tom Petty sang. Ah. There's anyway. no piece of crap Tom Petty songs. They're all great songs. See, and so. Mickey, okay, Mickey the Runaways, the, the comic book. Tell me about the Runaways. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give you guys the breakdown of an entire. Well, then I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> I mean... So the whole the whole thing behind Runaways is that Loeb, um, Jeff, mm -hmm. yes. Jeff Loeb, head of Marvel Television. Everyone said, "Why aren't you going to put it on Netflix or ABC?" Because that's what we've been doing. And he said, uh, "It's going to be a younger crowd, a younger generation, because it follows teens, teen superheroes. Uh, so it's going to be instead on Hulu because Hulu's a little bit younger. The same way Cloak and Dagger is going to be all edgy and angsty, which is why it's going to be on Freeform, oh. formerly ABC Family. <laughs> um, yeah, edgy belongs on ABC Family. I don't Freeform. know. I don't want Freeform. Cloak and Dagger. Angsty any. and edgy. But that's like, CW. No, CW is just that's garbage. Riverdale. Um, we, so we, we, uh, I, we like some things on CW. <laughs> I'm a friend of the show CW. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I don't. I don't know. You you, you lost us all of Portugal. <laughs> So, the other thing that came out of uh, New York Comic Con was the Doomsday Clock. <gasps> yes. Yes. One of the few comic-related things that actually came out of a Comic Con, it was mainly TV and movies. Besides Funko Pops. I, I get it. I get that that's the main draw. That's where the money is. But it's a Comic Con, so we got a little bit of comic stuff. Um, so first off, we had a uh, we had six the first six pages of the Doomsday Clock series. Which for those of you unaware, the Doomsday Clock is get ready. Uh, after 20 years, the Watchmen, um, the famous Alan Moore book slash um, I don't remember who did the movie. Zack Snyder's best movie. Zack Snyder's best movie. Zack Snyder. Yeah, uh, the dude uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan was in it, um, and some other people. There was a blue. Uh, Guy. There was there was a blue guy. I, I like blue Richard. What are you doing? Oh, he had a. 
that's that's his I hand. Like that yeah, because he was saying uh, he's playing cards. He magic. was playing cards while whistling. That was, that you was, could have just held up the action figure to yeah. your right. <laughs> we still that so, restricted well. on he's our stuff. So it had uh, Doctor Manhattan and other superheroes in it. So the Watchmen uh, are coming back into the DC Why universe is it up? for the Doomsday Clock. <laughs> I'm I'm it's it's like a hamster bottle. That's how I drink it. I just thought that's what you were doing. Thank you for anybody that's just listening. Pages of issue number one, uh, we see uh, none other than Rorschach <laughs> is here, but no we're compromise. not sure when it is. We're not sure if it's the past. We're not sure if it's the present because you know he's he dead. Even the face of Armageddon, he dead. <laughs> spoiler alert and retrograde. Yeah, spoiler alert Three, from a comic from two, twenty years ago. One, he dead. A movie from dead. a decade. Oh so God, uh, we had uh, Jeff Johns is actually he's he's the you know the big wig at DC Comics. He's the one who's actually going to be uh, writing the Doomsday Clock. So it should be coming out relatively. What is it? December is when I. I think it's supposed to be starting. December. Nice. Yes. So really looking forward to that. It was nice to actually see, like I said, some comic things come out. Um, so a couple uh, issues, and not comic issues, that came out of New York Comic Con. There were shenanigans problems. afoot. There were some big problems. What, was, oh. there, was there tomfoolery? No. Was it he was... there? Because I've not seen him in a while. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to leave it quiet so you can just roast in that joke. I'll keep You're going. Tomfoolery. I grew up with him. How terrible that joke we was. We were neighbors for many years. And he's just going to keep going with it. And I, I was that born on a rainy day in June. the shaking of the head from the audience. Tom Foolery was there. So. Steve, you didn't even give me room to walk off. There's a brick wall here. Judge <laughs> <laughs> Tom Foolery. So at the Marvel Retailers Q&A panel, which is basically where uh, all of the editors from Marvel got to field questions from the, the, the retailers. Uh, they came in and, yeah, yeah, they were ready. They were like, hey, guys, what questions do you have about the direction of Marvel Comics? I see no problems uh, with that. No, 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 no issues could arise. And for the most part, uh. it was it started out friendly enough. It started, no, it there's, didn't. there's been some issues uh, with uh, lenticular covers. Not that's, just that. That's an industry term, lenticular they're the shiny Somebody hologram Google ones. That. Yeah, they're, 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 they're holograph ones. Oh, so, holograph titles. Uh, apparently, Marvel was basically telling a lot of retailers that you had to buy a huge amount of them, in, or of the regular one, in order to get the lenticular covers. So a lot of people are like, okay, that's kind of a jerk move. So they, they were upset about that. They have kind of backpedaled on that. They kind of answered the questions. They corrected. And then, of course, they got ugly. They got ugly. How ugly did it get? Uh, well, it gets... Uh, Old white guy ugly? Yeah. Uh, we had a couple Angry of older old older retailers who asked such questions as, I will maintain clean language, uh, why are there so many... Ladies. Freaking females in their comics? What? Why are there so yep. many... I, you can't... There's no way, pretty way to say that. Yeah, there's, he said, why there's are there so many blacks? Uh, why this? are there so many homos? What's this? This, uh, this is what he shouted out in the middle of a panel to yes. a bunch of Marvel editors. What's all oh, this yes. uh, doo-doo about a female Thor, huh? Exactly. They Actually, were really huh? upset about that. What's wrong with you guys? So luckily, <laughs> luckily, a lot <laughs> of the retailers in the audience... Jane? <laughs> a lot of the retailers in the audience luckily uh, kind of argued back against them. They, they shouted down a lot of these guys who were saying the freaking females, the, all that, and so on and so forth. So <laughs> it, beat them very much it like shut that. down the panel. They actually had the, the, the editor-in-chief. Yeah. Editor-in-chief, yes, of Marvel said, hey, you can all email me. Like, I'll give you my email so I can answer all your questions, but get out of this room now. And oh. they yep. shut down the panel. Good, Man. good. It, yeah. yeah, it was because it was just, like, that's, that's the kind of discourse and conversation that is not benefiting comics. Right. You can say, hey, you know, what is the direction you're going with female Thor, with black Captain America? Like, that, that is a conversation to be had because you want to know, you know, what titles are coming out. But when you're saying, why are there so many freaking females, you're, you're part of the problem <laughs> in a big way. Um, another couple, yes, Amy? Uh, word from the Valkyrie Circle is that it was fighting, getting to the point that it was that heated in really? the channel. I wish I was there. Right? What a thrown and down. Right? You and me. Awesome. Put them through a table. Just pick up just chairs. Just yeah. Done. I work at comic book stores. So. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's and David Barry won't be joining us this week because they're in jail in New York. <laughs> New York and they City left jail. Piper in charge. Oh, God. New York City jail. That's true. And he leaves me in charge. That's no good. Yeah, that'd be a terrible idea. I, I don't get to be in charge. Chaos. Other, other issues in the, in the Marvel camp, uh, there were just you know, kind of interesting things that happened. So, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard this, but Marvel wanted to promote STEM, yep. which is uh, science, technology, technology, engineering. Anyone remember what the M is? Math? Math. Math, that makes sense. That's You're related to all of those things. So they wanted to promote uh, more STEM programs, so they're working <laughs> with a research and development company. Uh-huh. But what is most research and development for? Boys. Military applications. Oh. 
Boys. <laughs> Weapons. And some boys. <laughs> no, it was, they, they basically, they were working with, um, and I'm going to pr- um, Northrop Grumman, uh, which is a Northrop military Grumman, contractor. Yeah, they're, they're a military, military contractor, contractor. But they wanted to help Marvel promote this STEM. Uh, a lot of the, they wanted to get, like, I think they wanted to like, have it in comics. They wanted to like, reach out to kids and like help support programs. But the problem you run into is they're not known for their science and engineering. No, they're, they're known, known for, their, for their things that kill people. Uh, and so they have big, uh, it wasn't big just fans that. that came out. It, it was science and engineering to make things that kill people. It's true. It is. I mean, it's not. You're not wrong. Right. It all sticks math. So some m- guy with a hammer making an M16, just like you know. Yes. It's like not that an took M- engineering. It's not just an M16 that they right. make. Right. Yeah. If just you'd so like to know, they're over in uh, North Island. Oh That's wow! North, North Did I know they're here. Did yeah. I know that? We could, we could go interview them and find they're out over about by, this. Pl- they're over by that Hydra base that I told you about, dude. Uh-oh, but God. it doesn't matter because Marvel Literally. has now parted ways with them uh, after the uh, fans, the writers and artists at Marvel, the entire community basically said, "Why would you work with this weapons manufacturer?" Like we get that you really want to be Tony Stark, but come on, like not actually Tony Stark. It sounds, like, it sounds like Justin Hammer. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So they have uh, now parted ways with the Northrop Grumman uh, military contractor. But in good news. Oh, good news. The best news. There's good news. The best. I think What's this is news? my favorite news that came out of What's the good New news? York. Blu-ray <laughs> remastered. <gasps> yes. Collected volume of Batman the Animated Series. Yes! Oh. You're welcome. Uh, it's going to be coming out. I don't know when it's coming out, but clear your shelves. 2018, it said. I 2018. saw 2018. Clear your bottle. shelves. I need that. Uh, yeah, man, I got you. Thank you. That's, yeah, and up is about right. Just so, don't lean it towards me. Aim it that way. That about wraps it up. There was a lot of stuff that came out of, like I said, New York Comic Con. Yes, Steve, do you really want to say something? The, 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 the grumpy people about, about you know, ladies and people of color in comics. It's like, number one. It was two topics ago. It was. <laughs> I know. I remember I was my healing. around the horn. <laughs> we, we have Sam Wilson already as Cap for years. Jane has been Thor for quite a while now, right? Yes. It's been a while. About as long as so get used to it. And, and secondly about that, they remind me of the people who like protest when a show doesn't end the way they like. Like, ah, oh, oh, I don't like the way the ending of that. We they, should protest wanna, and change that. They want to sign a petition yeah. because Lost ended the way it did. If they were around, the, like, when <laughs> Dallas was on, uh, J.R. Ewing isn't really dead. I hate that idea. Well, it, it, it bugs me. It's... It, then write your How own show. You? <laughs> what was Google name? Dallas. Wait. Just Google that. <laughs> it was just a bad I mean, example. Not, not, it's not gonna, the city is going to come I got up. the people back. How, how much older are you than we are? Uh, he got he got all of Portugal back. All the old people. They're all back. They love Dallas. They're all back. Just talking about Dallas. It's just it's annoying. It's like well then go write your own dang show if you got a complaint about it. Otherwise shut up. I totally agree. Especially because the editor in chief of Marvel did say there is room for all of the heroes. There is room for the old. and There's room for the new. They haven't at this point they haven't really gotten rid of any. Marvel's having this really good thing. I mean, you mean like like generations? No, no, no. Like no, they, I was bringing up a comic book so oh. that you could lead out into your thing, dude. <laughs> Old Son is still there. It's Steve Rogers is still there. No, I hand-fisted that I wasn't so hard. ready for the segue. He wasn't ready. Because it's... Be ready with the generations. They have it at this point. They're not killing off any characters anymore. Like, no. They, they're just... Everyone is There's stepping only one aside. That's yeah. There's yeah. just... They, Someone else is filling in. As... Uh, who was it? I think it was... John, uh, the Human Torch said they could make an Avengers team out of just Thors and Hulks at this point. Oh. They could. Like, they're gonna, they're they gonna actually keep, did in Battleworld. And I'm totally down with all of that. I'm okay with characters. Is not dying. I'm, I'm weird. Huh. Watch Beta Dallas. Come on, Beta Ray <laughs> Isn't Iron Man kind of dead? No, but now he disappeared. <gasps> the search oh, for Tony nice. Stark has now begun. And Wolverine's back. And, and Wolverine's any, back. Any Husky. And everyone's back. So, like With I all said, all those dead people. All those dead people. Speaking of dead people. What? Is this it's, a ham fisted sig you? Oh, uh, uh, it's October. <laughs> He's going to dance. Oh, Too much dance? dead oh, air. So, so th- it's October, which means Halloween, which means creepy comic books. So we're going to go over some of our favorite. The dead gnome. It's a walking dead gnome. He's yeah. more of a shuffling I have dead two gnome. of them. He's aggressively stroking his beard. He's going to knock over everything. It's not a nice way to talk about your children, Steve. So we all picked some of our favorite creepy slash horror slash maybe not even creepy, maybe just good in October comic books. And we're going to go over a couple of them. And for those of you here, they are available here at Oblivion Comics Some of them are available. Some of them are available. You can order them from the nice people behind the desk, which is sometimes me. Um, So, Steve's. Yes. I know that this is your month. Oh, God. Which means we're not going to start with you. That's fine. <laughs> Amy. Oh, dang it. I'll grab these. You can have those because none of my books are in I know. If Steve's get the leftovers, we'll Amy, give him 30 you, seconds. You had, you had, in my opinion, some of the most interesting picks. Because I'm the weirdo that doesn't do horror. Yay. I don't, I don't do horror either, though. I do. 
Well, Steve's I do. is all kinds of horror. I know. <laughs> what so, you call me? So Amy. I was waiting for that joke so long. Oh, oh so long. Give us some creepy books, Amy. I did. I loved it. I I loved it. Anyway, um, for me, I actually made two recommendations. The first one um, is a one-shot from many, many moons ago. It's called Halloween Eve. Um, it follows, it's it's really all ages. It follows this girl who works in a comic, or not a comic, in a costume shop on Halloween Eve. Haha. And her name is Eve. And she somehow, sh- I know, I know. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. And basically she has this like little tiny adventure when she knocks herself out and then she finds herself. And it's, it's short. It's like, it's a one shot. It's little. Wonderland ish. No, no, it's a Wizard of Oz-ish. All right. Okay. Um, and then next up for me um, is one of my absolute favorite series. And it's a little bit creepy, but it's called Unwritten. It came out of Vertigo. And I'm getting nods from some people, so this is nice. Um, it follows this character who doesn't know if he's... Um, he, he's like if Harry Potter was inspri- inspired by a real person. And so if you were like, oh, hey, there's the kid that's Harry Potter but he's the Harry Potter in the book. So you show up all to the conventions and you're like, I'm the Harry Potter. I'm the real Harry Potter. And then you find out that you might actually just be the character in the book. But you also have a magic. Yeah. I was waiting from it's it from Barry. <laughs> I was waiting from it from Barry, to be honest. Um, but then you also find out that you're capable of pulling things out of books, as in book books, as in if you wanted to reach in and pull out the white whale from Moby Dick, you totally can. Um, and then there's a mess of other characters that are coming into it. But basically, the first volume ends up with like an utter bloodbath. Nice. And it's yes. in the uh, the house, and I distinctly remember, it's in the house that uh, Mary Shelley wrote Frankenstein. And Ooh. it's like the house where all these writers come to. It, it's really good, and I don't do horror or oh, creepy. should. So, yeah. But you do violent. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why. But but it's just you don't like when it's like like creepy I, violent well, um, <laughs> as opposed to happy violent. Um, I'm, yes. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give the same spiel that I give to everybody about this question. I am oral with an A. Check your spelling, children. Um, sensitive. A-R-A-L. Thanks, jerk. Um, so I can't do <laughs> I can't do sound. Um, I know Kurt's actually checking his spelling in the back. That's great. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 he's agreeing that you can't do sound. Yeah. I can't, can't do work sound. sound. So with if, him. if I watch a scary movie, I literally have to turn off the sound and I turn on the like the captions and I can watch it and I'm fine. Watches people. But, means like, the but the sound. Oh, but the but sound. Like squishy and well, uh, well, let's slashy. put it this way. My my very first movie, scary, scary, technically horror movie that I ever saw was Tim Curry. It. Yeah. And as much hey there, as. Georgie. Hmm. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, I had an unnatural, (laughs) I had an unnatural fear of drains and toilets for about 15 years. So. Aside from the sound effects, is it the same thing as like the, like the ring? Yes. Like all that is yes. all terrible for you as well? Yes. Like all the sound that creates the environment. I, I get violent, okay. but yes. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, so that's why Steve and I can't sit next together. I've, I've kicked people in places unmentionable. Why are you sitting that's next to me, I'm man? That's why I'm way over here. Because you don't make that much noise. Anyway, Piper, Piper. Dr. Manhattan's Piper, back. Yes. Piper, I think I read one of your picks. Oh. Did you? Yes. I only had one pick. I we only had one. It we've, was, we, it which we've, one I think we've all read it. Have yeah. you read it? It was American Vampire. If, yeah. Uh, if, yeah. Oh, Scott Snyder. Have, Scott Snyder. Friend of the show. Follows us on Twitter. Scott Snyder. Friends for life, we Mr. think. Mr. Snyder, I didn't set that up. That was And uh, Raphael that's, that's Albuquerque. Dude, okay. Good friend of his. Raphael. Solid work. He's so good. Such a great town. Like, Skinner Sweet is like... What you need in this book every time. Like, I mean, he's not the, he's is one it, of the main characters. I, I think guess, the, the foreword is actually written by Stephen King. Is it? Okay, yes. Awesome. Oh, this is, right. in vo- this is volume two. I apologize. Right, volume right, one, right. the foreword was written by Stephen King. Yeah, they didn't have one here, but like. Yeah. Brief synopsis of. Um, Brief synopsis. So Skinner Sweet is a vampire. Um, I guess the first one's kind of set in the 1930s, 40s, something like that. No, really. Um, is it no, really? He's, he's a cowboy. Oh, he is, is, but I think the first one. one. The opening for volume one, I believe, is like Dust Bullish. Is it? Okay. Is it? Because of the, the shark. Is it because the girl that he bites is Pearl? Oh, got it, got Pearl it. No, so, so I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're, you're referring to not where the first volume is set, but where it in, where it starts. Yes. Got it. So like where it. the yeah where that art goes because then it goes back in time. Yes. Um, back in time. So yeah. Anyways. Um, back in the future. I think it kind of explores the girl mainly. It's not really him, um, but it's uh, Pearl, Pearl Jones um, in the first one, who is 
she goes to some party, um, and there's this dude named B.D. Block. He's like some director guy, some Hollywood type. Um, <laughs> she and her friend kind of get um, sucked into like this. I don't know if it's a casting audition or just like some Hollywood party. And then it turns out it's kind of like a vampire fest. And then it's one of those big bloody scenes. Um, it's it's kind of classic, classic vampire film in, in, in many ways as it, as it reads. Blah. But then there are also little like classy twists in, in each of the books and then they kind of go back and explain go to like a cowboy thing Blah. and they go to World War 2 t- I can't remember honestly I, yeah. why is the porn making so much noise it, it, for me it made it made <laughs> vampires it made vampires cool because like vampires for a long time have sucked Blah. Yeah. that ah. sucked <laughs> <laughs> that was that was totally Boom, on accident oh man Kobe that was the loudest thing you've said all night um <laughs> So blah, for me, it made, blah, blah. it made vampires really cool because it was it it it, it introduced like the European like the Transylvanian uh, vampires. So you don't uh, like Blade? One and uh, I love Blade. Blade uh, was fantastic. So Blade was before that. What about Twilight? I didn't bring that up. <laughs> Shove that down your throat. Yes, that was the there was the buffer. There was the buffer. We're in from Blade to Twilight, Twilight. to American Vampire. Yeah. Lost. Hey, so. we had Queen of the Dam in there too, and Lost Boys. Sorry. I'm just gonna unplug no. the microphone. Little yeah. sister. So. <laughs> So it it made vampires really cool because it basically explained how like European they were all like stuffy and like Love. no like we don't make American vampires yeah. because they're like mongrels the yeah. yeah they and were like you, super like uppity but then the one that they have like the cowboyish one who's just a, a crude guy has like this a lollipop with him all the time he's just like sitting there sucking a lollipop well because he's he just giving accident. you those looks like hey. he was an accident he wasn't supposed right. to be and he they're like oh, well now we've made you so now you're gonna have to you know yeah. be our be our vampire and he's just a total just and he kind of flip flops between good and bad right he's, like, he's, he's usually always bad but he's like he's, he's like Kid Rock if Kid Rock was a vampire and That's not good, a tool yeah. so. <laughs> That's actually you know? really good. Friend of the show, Kid Rock? No. No. <laughs> no, probably not. No, God. Never. Sorry, Michigan. Um, Back then, Kid Rock, maybe. But not no, to, not, not no. even then, because he was the same person. We just didn't know he was. <laughs> You're right. Was you it. got a point. Yeah. Kid Rock's he still makes American flags into ponchos you and complains about... Punk. It. Anyway. Um, I loved American Vampire. Good. Thank you for sharing it. Yeah. Blah. Blah. I liked it, too. I picked it for this week. Blah. Steve's. Blah. Blah. You and I, I feel like we... You've got Halloween on the brain. On the brain. It's March, and I'll be having a Halloween playlist. Exactly. In my car. You're ready to go. Yep. On the brain. <laughs> <laughs> ah. yeah, Dr. Manhattan. As opposed uh, to, yeah. I'm not. I'm not a big Halloween person in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do really appreciate. You didn't know this? No. When have I ever dressed up in the years you've known me? Still trying. Soon. Still trying. Soon. Oh, soon. Still trying. Swamp Thing yeah. Constantine. We Boom. Have, we have Lobo coming up, and we have Hagrid. No, Swamp Thing. Hagrid. When am I Swamp Thing? When am I over a Swamp Thing? God. But for Baby Barry, you're going to show up as Hagrid for that, Baby yeah, Barry? Yeah, and the baby's not going to be born until January or December at the earliest. He's got 10 months to go. He's got 10 Hurry months. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, Halloween 2017. <laughs> Halloween 2018. So, yeah, that would be the last thing we need. So, Steve's, you had a sizable yeah. list. I got a lot. Like a, a terrifyingly list large list. Like comics Dr. and books. So, let's, let's try to keep it manageable. Okay. Between the two of us. Okay. Um, so, what is your number one? Were you supposed to pick two? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, just, and it took me hours me to 12. do it. <laughs> it took me hours. I sat in the library. <laughs> so, if you had, like, one Halloween, creepy, horror, scary comic, what would it be? Okay. Okay. If um, he fans them all out in his hand, does it count as one? No. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this guy's number one uh, because it revolutionized the way I look at witches. I'm gonna go with Scott Snyder's witches. Friend of the show follows us on Twitter. Scott that was Snyder. not part of the gag, but this this is being honest and also part of the gag. Um, <laughs> we read it. It's not a gag. He's a really good friend, man. We read it. Back when we were just an audio podcast, and we sat around that table that Barry mentioned earlier when it was just around, a few of us. Around the horn. We actually read yeah, this yeah. whole thing uh, for Halloween, I believe. It was for a Halloween podcast. Yes, we because, had a table. Because we had those witches face off with the witches from the movie Witches. And I threw in the Hocus Pocus witches. Yeah, yeah. just as a you know, crazy... How still, did Angelica do? Still Sarah Jessica Parker's best role Park? ever. I don't remember. We should have put those... But anyway, it, it's... It's a different take on the witch. They remind me more of like the the Alien franchise, the way they are in this. It's creepily written. It's scary. Mm-hmm. It's got that whole just the, the cover alone. It just reeks of eeriness. Witches. They spelled witches wrong. Too, no, no, that that, no that's edgy. how they. That's how, yeah, that. Mm. And look who else. Stephen King says Stephen it's King a this one fabulous triumph. Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Scott Snyder. I th- <laughs> 
Stephen King, Stephen future Steve? friend of the show. No, but uh, that right now, Steve Steve. that would be number one of the creepy, scary, eerie stories I've read. Okay. So I, why, why is it like, what is it about it that makes it eerie? Like, why would I want to read it? What would scare me about it? It's got, a, again, the different look on the witches. It involves this control they have over this town, a sacrifice. It's a father character trying to get back his child. Oh. Uh, it's, it's got the emotion. It's got the drama. It's got the fear. It's got the horror. There's self-sacrifice in there. It's really well written. Minus the sacrifices, it kind of starts to sound like Stranger Things. You, it's of this. I would put it the same style of okay. Stranger Things. All right. With a little more of the 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 witch horror aspect in it. Okay. And, and what horror I, aspect. Amy. I. The horror. the little girl's name is Sailor, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Cool. I remember this one. Yay. Yeah. Yes, it was it, very good. I think it was the first like, it was the first thing I read that I realized that there was comics that are like horror genre comics, right? And like not f- and not just superhero exactly. Yeah, like, loved see, it. And what I always what I appreciate about witches is because it's it's hard to have a jump scare in a comic book. Oh like, yeah, like in 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 books you have to visualize it so it can <laughs> panels and then just one cover you're like ah, have <laughs> a, a pop up. Whoa. So you can't really get a jump scare out of a comic book, but witches still manage to have that thing where I would turn the page and I might need to kind of turn it back for a second because I was like, oh, not sure if I'm quite ready to see that. Yep. It's who? And then I turn it and I'm like this. I have this visual of you under your covers with a flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) I I tweeted. I tweeted Scott Snyder at three in the morning because I was reading this book and we had a big tree outside of our house. Not Big Tree Comics, friend of the show. Um, I mean, we had a God. There was a there was a gigantic oak tree in our backyard, uh, and it would when the wind would blow, it would kind of scratch against the side of the house. You were in the poltergeist. Never really noticed it until I read Witches, which the whole thing about them like traveling through trees Mm -hmm. and it was it was exactly that creepy like the just the the lettering makes the sound at you. It makes you write it. visualize and how do you hearialize a sound in your brain? And it was utterly terrifying. Like I couldn't. I stayed up like till four in the morning. It was awful. None of this matters. Did Scott Snyder respond to you? No, Scott Snyder did not. Okay. But Scott Snyder has since responded. Friend of the show, Scott Snyder. Bros for life. So, uh, other thing that I really enjoyed about witches was that um, the artist um, he actually did like a like a breakdown of yes. how he did it. He created a, a layer, I guess you would call it, in Photoshop. Basically, he would draw the panels, he'd ink it all out, and then he would he would go and he would just like do like watercolor onto a piece of paper and he would scan it into his computer and he would lay it over the top to basically just kind of give this just like blotchy, like weird, just like almost like blood stains on every page, mm-hmm. but sometimes the colors are very different. Just added a really interesting layer to it um, and that just made it even just creepier and like, and not, more, not harder to follow, but just like you were like all over the place, like oh, there's a splatter, and then this is happening, and it, it kind of made your, you know, made your pulse and your heartbeat quicken. Pulse and heartbeat are the same thing. Um, even though you're just reading a book, that you could stop at any point and close. It was just I, I loved everything about it. Oh, and then he breaks it down. That was really nice of So what I did, I, and we're, we, we, you got a couple here, but I quickly just That's grabbed. That's sad too because your your time is over, Steve. No, his time is not over. His time is not over. I'm just only going to go through a couple of these real quick because I don't want to. He's like like surgical. This is the official like if you're going to read some creepy books and you don't like horror, follow along with me because I'm not the biggest horror person, but I like psychological books. So, here, hold that, holding. Obviously, right off the bat, Walking Dead. Boom. I'm not even the biggest Walking Dead fan, but if you're into horror. Why wouldn't it? It's it's all about how you know. I know this is, at this point it's a cliche, but when it was first told to me, it was like mind blowing that the Walking Dead aren't actually the zombies; it's the people. It's and us. now it's like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, duh, like right. it's yeah. But at the time, I was like, that's a really interesting I think take. They say it in the show, like we are the Walking Dead. Exactly. Like, the, the, oh, the zombies were just like they just became kind of an element to be scared of in the world. It's really what we became. Right. That was that was that was worrisome. Well, that's so, always the biggest threat in the show. Exactly. Um, obviously, classic horror. Classic monster story, yeah. just boy. Swamp Thing. Just my boy, through this. my boy, Swamp Thing by Alan Moore is just utterly and just it's gorgeous. It's you everything don't have to about go it. Through the backlog, that's his boy. Yeah, no, you know that, that's that's my boy. So yeah. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. Other cla- again, classic horror, Sandman. Yeah, yes. is that Sandman. Sour? 
I didn't What'd you call it? I, I would call it creepy. creepy. I would call it horror. creepy. Eerie, creepy. Okay. I would. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I said creepy horror and or just fits into October, Miss Halloween Eve, where a girl works in a costume it store. It literally said Halloween. I totally <laughs> get the October thing. <laughs> but Sam, I did just, what again, you asked. It's just it's it's creepy. It makes you think like when he you know, when he goes into hell and Lucifer gives him the key to hell and it's just sure. it's and all some, wonderful. And somebody looks like somebody. Yeah. Mm, all that afro what hair. It, do you know what someone anyway? I, and then you know what my, I'm talking really, about, right? my number looks one. Like Maui. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the one. Yeah. <sighs> my number one comic. <laughs> if you are going to read something this October, yes. you can get it anywhere. It is. Uh, it's not actually this Hellblazer. It's just this is the one that I grabbed. It is Hellblazer: Dangerous Habits. Constantine. Okay. So Dangerous Habits was a one-shot story uh, about John Constantine because, as you're aware, he smokes. Yeah. He smokes a lot. He smokes cigarettes all the time. And eventually, he gets lung cancer. What? And he is going to die. He is on his way out. So John Constantine, being the brilliant man that he does, he summons three different demons. Huh. And he sells his soul to each demon. So when he dies, all three demons come to collect. Mm. Nice. And when they do, they basically have to decide, do we heal him and make him whole again and not kill him? Or do we have a war that would tear apart all of hell? So they decide, spoiler alert, because this is also like 30 years old at this point, they're going to heal him, but they're going to do it through the most painful way possible. He literally has to stay awake as they piece by piece remove the cancer and heal his lungs. Party. That entire, like, (laughs) it's it's like watching someone go through every possible, like, cleanse and purge of their body and every type of... uh, What's the term when Detox. you're getting over a drug? Detox. Detox. Massive diarrhea. That, that too. <laughs> that too. Catastrophic. Both ends. <laughs> exactly. He just he 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 goes through the, the most visual representation of uh, that. Yes. <laughs> that. Yeah. I'm like ah. Yeah. You've ever seen? It's it's really well done. It's really creepy, but it's also brilliant the way he manages to to get to get through it all. What's creepy in it? Besides, I mean, the demons I know, but the, I mean like the visuals, but also it's how they draw it. How they draw it, but not just that. Like when you watch him, like when he says goodbye to everyone, and when he goes, like when he's obviously like going towards the end of his life, and he knows that he's going towards the end of his life, it makes you think about. Hmm. Mortality, yeah, which more, thinking about mortality in a way is creepy, um, and it's just the the. the, the me, I've come to peace with it, Barry. I don't Aww. care. That's why I'm going to murder you. Uh, wow, Halloween! And it's that's just, why I don't mind. Overall, it's just a really so it's, it's, it's it's creepy, but it's really well done. It's a good book to read during October, <laughs> even if you're not trying to be scared. So, okay. Steve's. Yeah. I know you got one more. Yeah. It's the big one. It's the big one. Is it? Tell us why we should read that book it's the on top of your the stack. top of your stack. Oh, it's the only I'm stack. put these down really quick because she deserves this time. Mm. Are you almost at, in tears? Yeah. Are we, oh, I am. I'm She's also up. coming out with a brand new book. Uh, really? If you're looking for something of the horror genre, but that's also a, rev- a revenge story, look no further than Miss Cassie Hack in Hack Slash. Uh-huh. This is what happens when the heroine survives a horror movie and instead of being frightened the rest of her life fights back, and hunts down every single serial killer that could exist. Man. It's got the horror element in it because you've got these mad serial, serial killers that are involved. Horror. And then you've got the smart, independent, uh, like Jessica Jones' uh, dirty mouth times 10. Mm. Uh, she doesn't care, and she carries a baseball bat that says kiss it on it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and will beat the living hell out of whatever serial killer exists. Is this any, I have to know, is this anything like, is it the I spit on your grave? Where they like, she, she gets beaten to a pulp, but then she comes back and like revenge. I all spit of her. on your grave was inspired by Cassie Hack. Really? Yes, she's Wait. inspired by Cassie Hack. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, my reversal. Okay. Cassie Hack inspired by so I Spit the, on Your Grave. Okay. Yes, yes. And so they made that kind of off of then that. They, yeah. Okay. Does it sound really familiar? Same kind of idea. Okay. But it's she's the, she goes and blends in in high schools, goes to high school parties, dresses all scantily clad because that's what serial killers go after. And then when they think they've got her, she surprises them. That's the best I can tell you. <laughs> I love her. So this is the omnibus. Way into scantily clad high there's, there's five <laughs> omnibuses, I believe. Five, yes. And yeah. from what I hear... She's coming back this what month. Years. I believe the author's name Teeny Teeny Howard. T- is her name? TV is her show name? movie? No, no comic. Comic. Okay. Still no TV show or movie yet, but a new comic that Tom Seeley, the creator, has approved. And I believe mm-hmm. her name is Teeny Howard, who is writing the new issue. Okay. And I'll be picking that bad boy up 
but it won't be Cassie Hack. The original Hack slash making. No, but it is a. He's okay. He's like get he's granted. He's like yes, sure. write yeah, yeah, this. Yeah. George yeah. Lucas is like go for it. Yeah, he's a Lucas. Yeah, he's like, he's like Lucas saying go for it. All right. As somebody who has never read, or prior had never read anything Hack Slash, um, I think the Valkyries had a uh, pre-advanced, advanced, Ooh. advanced copy. Hot. And I'm so digging it. So. Uh, yeah. She's, she's my horror Don't look goddess. At me, bro. You're like horror Ooh. goddess. Right here. There you go. Yeah. And there's, I mean, if if you really if you're looking for anything out there, anything off the wall. Image Comics is going to be... Image and Vertigo are the ways to go. Yep. There is dozens and dozens of titles they that are... Half of our stuff is Image and Vertigo. Right? Exactly. Like, and some are fun and weird. There's one coming out this month called The Gravediggers Union that I'm really looking forward to. There's also... Death Vigil. I'm so sorry. Death Vigil that. is that so, good. so good. Death Vigil was Why great. I, think I don't know, but Death Vigil, again, not necessarily like, oh, creep you out. No. But it's in that vein of just perfect Halloween fact, style. Go, go find Death Vigil. Do it. It's, it's it's uh it's it's Stevan Shiv 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 he posted on Twitter how to pronounce his name and I already and forgot it. I don't oh. have Twitter so I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> there you go. I mean there's a what? This is a Svedge. Yes, exactly. Svedge. Yes. Shiv I mean and there's just like I said <laughs> I dozens know. of titles from Ghosted to Lock and Key. Lock and uh, Key. key. How do we forget Lock and Key? I don't lock know. Lock and Key. It, I mean, it yeah. kind of yeah, bothered me. I actually so couldn't finish cool. it. Oh. I couldn't key. really handle it. It is awesome. Yeah. The art right. style does not... You don't think the art style is going to be as creepy it, yeah. as it is, but right. it is. But it, oh, Black Monday Murders. So that about wraps it up. <laughs> as we remember all the stuff that... This is we why they don't let us do this really. So that about wraps it up for this episode of the Cables Considerators live... From Oblivion Comics and Coffee. Come for the comics. Stay for the coffee. Uh, Thank you to Neil and Laura for having us in here. We might be here. I mean, we're not might. We're going to be in here. Later on this month, on the 28th, for the Halloween Fest, we will be in here. And we will be doing some more Halloween-themed comics. I'm not going to be in... Swamp I will forcibly thing. bring costumes. I don't wear costumes. Swamp thing. Dude, dude, we can you get you the Batman. You want to build me a Swamp Thing costume? I will do it if you say yes. You build me a Swamp Thing costume? A I ghillie? got a ghillie suit for you, bro. She has a ghillie suit. Yeah. She is it berry sized? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you, you have say? a ghillie? Never Be prepared. Mind. For <laughs> the Capeless Crusaders, my name is David Barry at Dr. Barry on varying social media platforms. To my right, we have. It's Halloween. Everyone's entitled to one good scare. This is the Azorian one, Anthony Steves. I like when your references mean nothing to me. Halloween, yeah. the film, all the way over. Stupid. I was going to go, this is Halloween, everybody make a scene. Ah! I would have gotten that one. Yeah, Yay! Amy, you can find me at IJNewRobot on varying social media platforms, and that way. In classic dissenting form, it's not yet Halloween. It's way too early for that. Um, but I was not prepared for any of the show. Um, and I'm the Mad Piper. Uh, and you can still call me Piper. It's the end of the show. We know each other even better now. That's one show down. For The Capeless Crusaders, you can find everything related at thecaplesscrusaders.com. Again, I don't know if the graphics Maybe. up there. I don't know if it's there. At thecaplesscrusaders.com. All of the things, uh, twitch.tv slash caplesscrusaders, YouTube, blah, 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 Capeless Crusaders. You can find everything there for The Capeless Crusaders. I said it way too many times. Good night. I should have gone with Time Warp. Good night. Oh, you let's do Time Warp again?